When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need a fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. It's Christmas week. And DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA, has a gift that'll certainly put you in the holiday spirit. Booze. No, not not booze. Uh, New customers can bet just $5 on any NBA team and win $150 in free bets if they're victorious. It's a great way to put some extra jingle in your pocket. All DraftKings Sportsbook customers can also get in the Christmas spirit with the holiday free bet surprise. Everyone will get a free bet up to $50 instantly as DraftKings gives away up to $10 million in prizes. DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable. Best of all, you can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want. So download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Right now. Do it. And use promo code DNVR. Bet just $5 on any NBA team and win $150 in free bets if they are victorious. That's promo code DNVR. This Christmas week at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. You got to be 21 or older, Colorado only, new customers only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. We are live. Welcome to the That's Good Broncos podcast. Today we are previewing Broncos versus Raiders. So we're going to smash together the prediction episode and the game picks episode because it's Christmas this weekend. Will's been moving. I'm behind and... Just time. Just ran out of time to put them together, Will. So we're going live. We're going to preview Broncos Raiders. And uh, we are also going to pick all of the games this week. Like we do every week. Um, Yeah. Oh, do I got to make this video? Gosh dang it. It's live but I forgot to make it public. Here we go. Publish. <laughs> Let's get somebody to watch this for the love of God. Yeah. not doing this for charity. Now it will show up <laughs> as being live on YouTube. Dang. All right. Today's episode sponsored by Santa Claus. DraftKings. Santa Claus. DraftKings Sportsbook. Use code DNVR when you sign up over at DraftKings. All right, there we go. We got one viewer now because I made it live. Welcome, um, sir, or madam. 
sir or madam. Oh, nope, they left. Nope, see ya. See ya. Damn, I think that really screws up people being able to watch what I just did. Should we start over? Maybe. Let me look. Let me look. What do we got going on here? Where are my live stats? Where are my live stats? Oh, we got a few people in now. Okay, okay. we'll keep going. All right. Fuck it. We'll do it live, and we're doing it live. Benchwarmerbrew.com if you want to buy my <laughs> coffee. Uh, thank you guys for joining us. All right, Will, we've got – oh, we got uh, me, Clink702, going to the game Sunday. Nice. Important game. Is, is this – in Vegas or in Denver? It's in Vegas. Um, okay. They already played in Denver. We did not care for the result. You were there. Oh, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even remember that I was at that game. That's how long ago it was. And uh, honestly, I think I've been fighting sinus infection since that week. So my brain is stupid. It's fried. <clears throat> Uh, the Raiders beat the shit out of the Broncos that, that go around. Yeah, but they did. the Raiders had just had John Gruden resign. So they're not getting that boost that head coach is gone boost. And now this game is equally important for both teams because with a win, they get to keep their playoff chances alive. The Raiders just beat the Browns. Will, are you, are you confident that the Broncos can do something different to get a win this week as compared to what they did last week to lose to the Bengals? Am I confident? Am I confident? <laughs> no. Um, however, am I confident in the Raiders? Also, no. Also, yeah. no. I don't think, um, you know, these are two of the wishiest, washiest seven and seven teams uh, you could have asked for. These these teams are the definition of up and down yeah. and they're extremely unreliable. When you expect them to win, they lose. And when you expect them to lose, they win. I don't expect anything from either of these teams. Um, I don't think that the first game really serves as much of a roadmap for the second nope. one because uh, that game was <laughs> kind of special circumstances with John Gruden on the way out. And you know who was actually a huge factor in that game for the Raiders? Ruggs. Henry Ruggs. <laughs> and yep. since then, um, he is no longer uh, an active NFL player. He is, in fact, in, in jail. Yep. Um, a little morbid uh, for the holiday season. But it's honestly a, a huge factor. It's been a huge factor for the Raiders' offense. I think it makes life a lot easier for Denver and I think their secondary has grown up a lot since that game. Um, yeah. Oh, and by the way, we have a different quarterback, too. And Eddie Drew Locke played uh, pretty poorly in that game for the most part. And, I mean, <laughs> Drew Locke played pretty poorly the last time he played in Las Vegas. Played a little better uh, the last game of the season against the Raiders. Um, but – I don't know. If you think you have a grasp on how Drew Locke is going to play this Sunday. You're um, a liar. You're, you're a liar. You're, we don't know. We don't know. Come on. You're a liar or you should be doing a lot of sports betting. You know? Yes. 
a ton of sports betting. Absolutely. That's like back to the future level knowledge. If you can predict what Drew Locke is going to do this Sunday, because honestly, I have no idea. I thought he played all right against the Bengals. Um, you can't really say that fumble aside because that was a huge play in the game. Yeah. Um, but it wasn't a passing play. No, it wasn't. I think that's kind of – it's like a play you could – you can work around. It's not like a play he's going to be doing, I think, a lot this week. I hope to God they're yeah. not asking him to, uh, you know, do the read option. Um it's really what you worry about with Drew Locke is throwing interceptions. So I think he can limit that. I don't think the Raiders is secondary is particularly good. No. I think he can actually take advantage of them. And I think the Broncos receivers can outplay them. I think Cortland Sutton will be involved in this game. We saw Patrick get involved once Drew Locke came in last week. So there are a lot of things there I like. And the Broncos secondary, Pat Sertan, has been shutting shutting people down. High praise from Justin Simmons this week on Richard Sherman's podcast. He said he doesn't even worry about Pat Sertan's side of the field, which is it's a weird week to say that because on the other side of the field is where that touchdown Simmons uh, gave up came from. <laughs> so... Uh, we'll just keep worrying about that other side of the field Justin I don't I don't foresee that mistake happening again and Bryce Callahan came back I thought Callahan played well but if you look up his pro football focus grade they really shat on him for no real reason let's see what this is this is what I hate about pro football focus uh they say Bryce Callahan gave up four receptions on five targets for 44 yards, zero touchdowns there. Okay, he didn't give up. He gave up 44 yards, and they give him an overall grade of 57.8, which is horrible. That is flawed. That is so I flawed. I, I don't remember him being a problem except for like one pass to T. Higgins, which I think yeah, was he, like half of the yardage right there. Yeah, <laughs> The long play he gave up is 19 yards. You're <laughs> that is uh, bullshit because I think the Broncos secondary is much better with Bryce Callahan back there alongside Pat. They gave Pat Sertan a coverage grade of 55.9. They don't fucking know what they're talking about. Just... He gave up 21 yards. Like, what context is that under? Did. The whole secondary held uh, one of the best passing offenses in the league to 157 yards through the air. Yeah. Jamar Chase had one reception for three yards. Now, it Bengals is. fans will be like, oh, well, his job is actually to uh, uh, to draw coverage away uh, to open up plays for the other receivers. Well, guess what? The other receivers weren't open. If you're drafting a wide receiver in the top five, he better have more than three yards against a good cornerback like Patrick Sertan. Exactly. Grow up, Bengals fans. Well, Bengals fans have actually been pretty cool to me, Will. So, uh, well, not those ones. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not those ones. The other Bengals fans were like, "Dude, your defense was great." Uh, no, those ones know. are obviously cool, and I wasn't talking about yeah. them. 
dude, check that. Okay, so they're they're crediting Darby with giving up that touchdown to Boyd. Okay. Uh, that fifty-six yard touchdown. They're calling it uh, Darby. Somehow he still has a better coverage grade from Pro Football Focus than Sertan and Callahan, who did not give up the one fifty-six yard touchdown. You guys are. You need to reevaluate your shit, Pro Football Focus. That's wrong. It's stupid, and it's making me angry because it's the one thing I know the Broncos' defense is is pretty damn solid at. <laughs> Someone needs to like. Obviously, we love pro football focus when they confirm our biases, and you know when they when they insinuate that someone on our team isn't very good and it clashes with what we see uh, yeah. with the eye test, then we tend to discredit them. So we can't really have it both <clears throat> ways. But someone needs to do an audit on pro football yeah. focus. Like, and I don't feel like we have a very good idea of what their methods actually are. No, what we need to create is a website called Pro Football Focus Audit. Yes. And we take their grades and then we grade their grades. So I think that's a wonderful idea. Watch out, Collinsworth. We're coming for you. We're coming for you. Uh, all right. So Broncos secondary. I think they have the advantage over the Raiders ball catchers. Hunter Renfro. He is an issue. He's good. He's a good uh, undersized scat receiver. Yeah, he's a scat receiver. But, like, he's Derek Carr's safety valve. Wouldn't, uh, wouldn't Odell Beckham be the ultimate scat receiver? Because <laughs> <laughs> of poop. Kidding. Uh, are the Raiders right. getting Darren Waller back? That's a question. Huge. Huge question. Um, the Broncos have been good against tight ends, though. Uh, Darren Waller may be an exception. But yeah. overall, I think the Broncos have done a really good job against good tight ends. Uh, Travis Kelsey um, had, like, two catches against Denver, which before that game I thought would be impossible. Um, their Achilles heel historically – or at least for the last few seasons, tight ends, not the case this year. So um, no. that being said, I would prefer Darren Waller um, to come back uh, next week. And not yeah, week. Get, get your rest, Darren. And it looks like there's a good chance he won't play again this week, um, according okay. to Google. Fabian <laughs> Moreau is about to have uh, 134 yards and two touchdowns. Foster Moreau. That's right. There's a Fabian Moreau, though. I think he plays for the Washingtons. Somewhere in there. And Zay Jones, he's kind of been like, he's emerged as their, like their deep threat, their number one guy. I guess Deshaun Jackson's there. But again, I trust the Broncos' defense. I trust their secondary. And I trust the Broncos' pass rush, uh, which was pretty good against Cincinnati, I thought. But Joe Burrow, and I kind of took this out of the recap, Joe Burrow is slippery. He's a slippery quarterback. He is. The, he really Broncos, is. The Broncos, I felt like, should have had like four or five sacks in that game. And Burrow basically just slipped his way through the, the pocket or escape pressure. And he turned a couple of those plays into gains or, or into plays. Uh, but the Raiders, not great pass-protecting football team at the moment. So I expect the Broncos' pass rush to kind of do what it did against Cincinnati. But Derek Carr, who... Not quite as mobile as, as Burrow. 
I don't think it avoids all of those sacks like we saw Burrow do last week. Yeah, and there's a chance they could get Malik Reed back uh, from COVID. The 10-day period has passed, um, but you don't know about whether he'll pass conditioning. But I like what I saw out of Bradley Chubb. Um, yeah. Aside from trying to <clears throat> spear that one Bengals player after he was on the ground for about two seconds, yeah. uh, I think he came back pretty strong and made a difference. Yeah. It, you know, it's like the sacks numbers weren't there, but it felt like he was disrupting the Bengals uh, timing, the passing timing. So, yeah, yeah. maybe we start to, to see the Bradley Chubb we all grew to love from his rookie season. Yeah, and we're hoping to get Draymond Jones back, too. Draymond Jones was coming off of uh, one of the best games of his career against the Lions. Um, oddly, I feel like he has he's played against the Lions twice, Draymond Jones. And I think he averages like two and a half sacks against them. Very strange. Hmm. Oh, Horsecock Lock back in the yeah. back in the comments. I never retired Horsecock Lock, guys. Never retired Horsecock Lock. Horsecock Lock is back this week. Okay. Yeah, he's on the verge of retiring himself if he doesn't play well. Yeah, he got to play well. The the other issue for the Raiders they don't run the ball effectively. I thought Josh Jacobs was going to be a, a big factor for them this season, but they're fourth worst in terms of rushing yards per game. So it's like if the Raiders can't get those big plays in the passing game, they're not a team that's going to take your will away by running the ball down your throat, which is obviously the only formula for the Broncos' success on the other side is to run the ball effectively with Williams and Gordon. Um, What's the Raiders' run defense, Will? Do you have that info? Yes. I do. Uh, They are, let's see, 25th in rushing defense, allowing 122.7 yards per game. So not very good. So, I mean, it's pretty simple. Broncos need to run the ball against the Raiders, set up the the opportunities for Drew Locke, play action pass, which is something he does well. And the Broncos should stop the Raiders' rush attack because it seems like everybody can stop them. Uh, like I said, fourth worst in the league right now. Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, Kenny and Drake randomly had a, a fantastic game against the Broncos. That's right. Two of his three touchdowns this season against Denver. One was uh, rushing, one was receiving. I don't know. I don't know if I would anticipate that happening again. The defense is like, like I said, it, they've really shored up uh, since that game. And so, yeah, I, I don't know. Uh, J- Josh Jacobs is averaging 3.7 yards a carry this year, yeah. um, which is really, really bad because the NFL average is 4.2. Um, and if you want to ask yourself, why are the Raiders like this? It's because um, they had a, a draft where they had three first-round picks and they spent them on Cleveland Farrell, Josh Jacobs, and Jonathan Abram. That. I mean, and that was probably their best first round in a long time. Yeah. This is and why the, one the guy are who they are. And the one guy you were sold on as being the smart pick, Josh Jacobs, uh, they're just not getting the production out of him right now. 
And part of that's because half their offensive line left this offseason because they didn't want to be around John Gruden anymore. <laughs> so, yeah, you know, exactly. Um, that's kind of like the state of the Raiders. Their defense right now, third worst in the NFL in points per game at 26.7. Luckily for the Raiders, the Broncos offense is not good at scoring points. So that might not even matter. Uh, I think we're going to see the Broncos win. And I think it's because they're a little bit better football team than the Raiders. And they're both the bottom feeders of the AFC West. No arguing that right now. But also, just based on, you know, my superstitions, uh, the Broncos have to win this week to get me excited. So they can go ahead and then lose to the Chargers next week and piss me off again. It's just been the trajectory of the season. The Raiders were not impressive against a Browns team that had nobody. Like, yeah, no, but the Raiders should have won that game decisively and they couldn't do it. Uh, part of the issue, they had trouble with, you know, Miles Garrett and. <laughs> The Browns secondary, to their credit, Browns have a very good secondary. So even even with all of the people they didn't have playing, Broncos, they're really the only injury is Teddy Bridgewater. And you've got Drew Locke coming in. And I don't think any of us even consider Drew Locke a downgrade from Teddy at this point. It's just like a a a, trading of It's a different play style. It's a different different play play style. He has different strengths, different weaknesses. I don't think either of those things elevate him above Teddy at this point or drop him lower than Teddy. It's just like he's going to make a couple mistakes, but hopefully the good plays, the big positive plays outweigh that. And I'm going to believe in Horscock Lock. One more time. One more time. I got this hat at the Broncos Raiders game. It's coming back on. And I know nice I look one. like an insane person, an unkempt man who probably spends most of his nights out on the streets. But give me the Broncos winning this game. I can't even say either of these teams will score 20 points. 19 to 16. I'm going to go um, against you a little bit there. I agree that, yeah, sure, let's take the Broncos winning. Um I think it's going to be a randomly high-scoring game. I'm going to go 34-31 Denver. Wow. Why not? Cool. Yeah. I know I just said a lot of nice things about Denver's defense, but uh, I think Drew Locke will throw a pick six, but he okay. will also throw three touchdowns. That, <clears throat> yeah, pick six and special teams for the Broncos gives up a touchdown. Yeah, there the defense plays well, though. Hunter Renfro has a 90 90- Nine-yard punt return. <laughs> I don't even is know it, if he's their punt returner, but they're going to put him back there. He has God. been, at least. Um, is that out of the realm of possibility? No. No. Of course not. I think it's probably uh, the most likely outcome. Yeah, 100%. He's going to look like uh, Dante Hall. <laughs> That's what yeah. he's going to look like. Yeah, uh, taking advantage of multiple blocks in the back. Oh, God. That There's all. two on that play for sure. Yeah. All right. We're going to get into the picks for every game. Right after I tell you about my friends over at DraftKings Sportsbook. Official sports betting partner of the NBA. 
NBA in addition to the NFL. And Christmas week, they've got a holiday spirit to give away. Just $5, you bet, on any NBA team to win. And you can win $150 in free bets if they're victorious. It's a great way to put a little extra jingle in your dick. I mean, pocket. All DraftKings Sportsbook customers can also get in the Christmas spirit with the holiday free bet surprise. What's the surprise, you're wondering? Well, everyone will get a free bet up to $50 instantly as DraftKings gives away up to $10 million in prizes. Dang. Dang. DraftKings, safe, secure, reliable. You can deposit and withdraw your money whenever the hell you want. So download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use code DNVR. Bet just $5 on any NBA team and win $150 in free bets if they're victorious. That's code DNVR this Christmas week at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sportsbook betting partner of the NBA and NFL. Must be 21 or older, Colorado only. New customers only. Restrictions apply. <gasps> See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700 did it okay well we're gonna pick some games let's do it let me pop it up baboo yeah all right we were 70 let's see here what was where are we at we rank at 36 that's about where we were last week travis moody holding on strong dang 120 points last week for travis moody Travis. Look at Kevin climbing the board. 140 last week. He was spot on. James, let's just see who was the top performers last week. Kevin Beast from Patreon. God, I was supposed to do the Patreon meeting this week. Shit got crazy. Will and I will figure it out for next week. I promise, Patreon. I promise. A lot of solid performers here. James August. Valentin Schroeder. C. Rourke. Is that Cody Rourke? I don't know. Zach Could Allen, be. Travis Moody, Aiden Gorell, Michael Estes, Evan Howe. A lot of solid performers. Who are the, who are the bottom feeders? Oh, you, oh, come on. Arrange it by worst. Bastards. They're not going to do it. Okay, so we were on the front page still. 110. Oh, we did all right, actually. 110. Okay. Good. I'll Not take bad. It. So let's go in and pick these games. And I don't want to spend too much time on them. I am right there with you. Okay. Niner. This is actually an interesting game Thursday it's night. It's a great game. 49 Thursday night game. Yeah. Going to Tennessee. Is this the last Thursday night game of the year? Uh, very well might be because we have what do we have three game three weeks left yeah so there's going to be Saturday and then I think the last week is all Sunday so I think I think it is yeah I'm just confirming it looks like it so Thursday night we got 58% of the people picking Tennessee here I don't mm, – I, I like the 49ers. I think they're playing as well as um, yeah. just about anybody. I do too. We talked a lot about it in the power rankings. Jimmy G has been great for the last eight games. 
Yeah. George Kittle makes that offense just much more dynamic. And they should be getting Elijah Mitchell healthy this week or next week. And until the Titans get Derrick Henry back. like Yeah, I mean, there, there's kind of a – the difference between these two teams because they're kind of similar is, um, you know, the Titans are winning without Derrick Henry, but they're not as efficient. The 49ers, it just doesn't matter who's at running back. Like Jeff Wilson, Elijah Mitchell, Debo Samuel, they're, they're just good at running the ball. Um, Tennessee's hanging on, uh, and the Colts yeah. are really breathing down their neck. But, yeah, I like the 49ers here. 49ers, uh, Browns, Packers, we'll take the Packers. Correct. Colts, Cardinals. Ooh, good game. Good game. Another good one. 30 like only, that. wow. These picks seem the wrong way. Like, Yeah. Come on, people. Did you watch the Colts? They just beat the Patriots. The Cardinals have dropped a couple in a row. Kyler Murray has not looked good. Um, I like yeah. the Colts. I like the Colts too. I feel like that's I and don't get me wrong, the Cardinals are good. And they need this win. And it would be this would do a lot to convince me that the Cardinals are a contender. I have felt like they are a good football team for most of the season, but I also felt like they were kind of overrated and I couldn't put my finger on it. Um uh. Cliff Kingsbury is something like 0-5 when his team has a chance to lock up a playoff spot. <laughs> cool. So, I saw Vic Fangio uh, is 1-22 when his team is trailing at halftime. So. Yeah, yeah, really <laughs> um, really awesome. Great. All right. Lions-Falcons. Game doesn't – does not, well, technically the Falcons might still be alive, but doesn't matter. Do give we, me the Lions – all right, Jared Goff going into hot figuring something out. Uh, I watched that uh, video of Dan Campbell in the locker room. God, I would run through uh, not just a brick wall. I would run through an electric fence for that man. A, a brick wall that is electrically charged. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think they have those. I think they got I think he's their guy. And I think him calling plays is impressive. I don't think he should necessarily be doing that, but <laughs> um I just I guess I didn't think he had it in him, but I think it's because he does not come off like a uh intelligent offensive play caller. It seems like he just gives off that vibe and it's not fair to him. You know what I mean? It's not fair to him at all, but I might just understand be a damn where you're coming from. Okay. Head coach. He might be an okay. Head coach. Uh, yeah. I'm, I'm excited to see what they do in the off season. Yeah. A head coach has to offer, you know, something outside of being a good play caller. Uh, it's like he, I would have kind of looked at Dan Campbell like Mike McCarthy, but the motivation is real with Dan Campbell. Like you believe him, whereas Mike McCarthy, it just feels forced and fake. Uh, but I also think Dan Campbell might have a better football mind than Mike McCarthy. So, yeah, I mean, give Dan Campbell, uh, Aaron Rodgers and Brett Favre. Oh my God. See what happens. Dude. How funny would it be if Aaron Rodgers said he wanted to go to Detroit? 
and just save that city. <laughs> All right. Uh, that would probably be the greatest thing to happen to Detroit since um, Eminem. Ever, actually, ever. Ever. Yeah, okay. Eminem being a close second. <laughs> Ravens, Bengals. <laughs> Here we go. This is Great appropriate. 48% taken the Ravens, the Bengals. The Bengals kicked the shit out of the Ravens the first time they played, and that was in Baltimore. Uh, that being said, give me the Ravens. What about you? <laughs> yeah, I think the Bengals have a real problem, and it's their offensive line, and it's what everybody was worried about when they didn't take offensive line help in the draft. Uh, I think they have like a bottom five offensive line and pass protection. Joe Burrow is the most sacked quarterback in the NFL, and I think it's just taking a toll on the production of that offense. And they were able to sort of negate that with Joe Mixon running effectively, but he's been basically Not shut down three weeks in a row. Where's the Ravens run defense at? Because I think it's pretty good. Where are you at, Ravens? I'm trust you oh, it's the best in the league in terms of yards allowed per game at 86.2. So, yeah. I like the Ravens here. Whether or not it's Lamar or Huntley, I don't care. I like him. Yeah, I'm kind of with you. All right. And that that said, I would love to see the Bengals finish atop of that division just to change it up. Okay. Yeah, why not? Here we go. Rams, Vikings. Vikings currently have that seventh seed in the NFC, which is stupid. Two-game win streak. Uh, Two-game win streak. Uh, the Eagles are seven and seven. The Saints are seven and seven. The Rams, they were effective against the Seahawks. Not overly impressive by any means, but not at all. I like Sony Michelle right now, and I think he's helping their offense. Okay, we also enough. have to take advantage. We have to uh, take into account that the Rams are coming off of a Tuesday night game. Mm. and playing a Sunday morning game in Minnesota. Yeah. This could be a That's fun game. To think about. This could be a fun game between uh, Cooper Cup and Justin Jefferson. Yeah. Top two, I believe, in receiving yards right now. I mean, Cooper Cup's ahead by quite a bit, but, I mean, you could just argue that the two best wide receivers in the league right now and if this game comes down to like both of those guys having like 200 receiving yards, I think we'll all be happy. Uh, if Minnesota wins, it's because they do what they do well, and that is run the ball with Dalvin Cook. Yeah, Kirk Cousins, despite his best efforts, has done the impossible. He has won two primetime games in a row. First two. game because uh, – Dalvin Cook had 200 yards, and the second one, he won with – how many passing yards did he have against the Bears? Like Cousins against yeah, the Bears? Like something like 87, maybe. Yeah, let me look it up real quick. Very bad. Threw one of the worst interceptions um, yeah, 87. in recent memory. 87. Ooh, okay. Um, great job. Against like a – you know – Chicago Bears secondary that came directly off the street. Yeah. Yeah, let's I'll take the Rams. I'll take the Rams. Take the Rams. 
Also, I think the Rams' uh, pass rush is starting to gel. Von Miller finally got a sack, but it felt like Russell Wilson, and again, it's the Seahawks line, but it felt like Russell Wilson was under duress basically all night. So I don't think Cousins handles that as well either. Um, Buffalo, New England. Wow. Another great game this week. That's as good as San Fran, Tennessee, Colts, Cardinals, Bills, Patriots. Those are my three games of the week. And they're all at the same time. Cool. All in the morning. Good job, NFL. Red zone going to be hot. Damn, there's a lot of morning games. Jesus. We got one, two, three afternoon games. What are you doing, NFL? I'm okay with that just because the Broncos are playing in the afternoon slot. Yeah. So I'm not going to be paying attention to much else. Um, I kind of want to take the Bills here. I think they're playing a little bit better. I I could see them going on a, a hot streak. And I wrote this in power rankings, but they're top five in scoring both offensively and defensively. And that is not the – their point differential would suggest that this is an 11-3 and three team in an 8-6 and six team's body. So I think, you know, sooner or later they're going to get some breaks – and the close games are going to start flipping, and I think they win a close one here in New England. Yeah, I like the positive spin you put on that. The Bills don't have the thing that the Colts have that they use to beat the Patriots, which is a strong rushing attack. That's what worries me a little bit. I like the way Gabe Davis has been playing. Uh, Emmanuel Sanders was out. And Cole Beasley probably not playing or isn't going to play, can't play this week because of COVID. Um, so maybe, you know, the Bills need Diggs, Davis, and I don't know if Sanders will be back or not, but a little bit limited. But I, I think they're finding what we saw last year, that Gabe Davis is a good weapon and he needs to be targeted more. But yeah, I'll take the Bills I, like, I can't tell if I just want the Bills to win this game versus whether I think they're going to win it. It can be both. It can be both. Yeah. I want to see the Bills in the playoffs again. Yeah, I want. I do too. All right. Jags, Jets. Who gives a shit? Uh, Jets have like 15 people on the COVID list right now. I guess we got to see how that shakes out. 70% of the people. Think- I don't know how you could be, you know, sold either way on this game. <laughs> What? Yeah, I mean, Kevin, yeah, you're, you're, who's Kevin picking. That's what I want to know. Interesting that you've got the you know the number one pick versus the number two pick, um, and they're both playing just. Well, actually, I'd, I'd say Zach Wilson's playing a little bit better right now. Yeah, than Trevor Lawrence. Hmm. I think that's fair to say. The Jets also, you know, neither of these teams do any favors to their. I don't. Who cares? Just pick one. <laughs> I don't care. I'll pick the I'll Jags. Screw it. Yeah. Okay. Well, um, wait. The Jags. What they they have the number one pick now. Maybe they're going to. They do. Jets. Well, yeah. What's the advantage of having the number one? pick? I don't know. Getting a good defensive end. Sure. Yeah. You just want one or two there, basically. All right. Giants. Eagles. 94% taking the Eagles. I am too. I like what the Eagles are doing, and that's Agreed. running for 200 yards every week. Yeah, Daniel Jones out for the season. 
Yeah, next strain must be serious. Eagles, Devontae Smith. Oh, my God. Good player. Great catch. And I heard Jalen Smith missed one to him as well, but Eagles are putting something together. Tom and I talked a lot about them maybe being a dangerous team in the NFC if they get into the playoffs. Wow. Uh, the Bucks coming off a zero-point performance, and 97% of the people still suckling their teat. Yeah, I am among them. Yeah, it's the Panthers. Although, Chris Godwin, out for the year. Godwin's out. Lenny Fournette's not playing. He's on IR for three weeks. They should get AB back. Cam Newton. I have never wanted you to have a game as bad as I do this week. Give me two rushing touchdowns, Cam. Throw a touchdown. I don't know. Find a way to beat him. But we'll take the Bucks. We're going to take the Chargers over the Texans. Don't got to think about that. Oh, Davis Mills starting to play. Playing all right. He's technically been the second best rookie quarterback. Next to Mac Jones? Yeah. Yeah. In totally opposite situations, too. So you could argue yeah. that he's been the best. <laughs> yeah, he's on the worst I team. Put Davis Mills on the Patriots. Like, what happens? Is their record Ooh. that much worse? I don't know. I don't think so. Maybe a little bit. Probably like eight and six right now. Maybe. All right. Bears, Seahawks. This game's pretty irrelevant. Um, Justin Fields sometimes looks good. Most of the time does not look good. Bears have a lot of problems. Seahawks also have a lot of problems. <laughs> I'll take Seattle, I guess. Yeah, why not? Bears it's defense is good. Totally the Bears have, yeah, Bears have a solid defense. This will be probably a low-scoring game. All right, then we got oh, Steelers, Chiefs. And right now, Tyreek Hill, COVID protocol, as are like six or seven other Chiefs. Let me see if I can find the list of Chiefs. Steelers are coming off of a victory against the... I forget who they played. <laughs> yeah. All Chiefs right, so are this... coming off of several victories. Yeah. Linebacker Nick Bolton. Lucas Niang, their tackle. Rashad Fenton. Blake Bell, Kyle Long, Armani Watts, all added to the reserve COVID list in addition to Tyreek Hill. Uh, oh, yeah. Kelsey, Harrison Butker, Charvarius Ward, they were all placed on the list Monday. So there are 13 players on the list. Uh, I think a lot of those guys can be back, so it might be a non-issue. But if... I don't know if Tyreek Hill can't play. That's pretty big. If Rashad Fenton can't play, that's pretty big. Uh, Nick Bolton's been doing a lot at them or at linebacker for them. But I guess only 7% of the people believe the Steelers can win. <laughs> that's probably about right. I don't know. I'm going to take the Chiefs either way. I think their defense yeah. has been playing so well. Okay. Defense has been playing well, and that offensive line is really starting to finally come together. And 
there's a lot of new pieces on that line to start the season. So, you know, something like that can take a little time. Uh, fuck you, Raiders. I'm taking the Broncos. 27%. Wow. The disrespect between two seven and seven teams. Are you kidding me? Disgusting. Are you kidding me? Oh, because the Raiders barely beat the Browns. <laughs> All right. Football team, Cowboys. I'll take the Cowboys. They okay, just played. This is weird. Yeah. And Monday night, we actually got Ooh. a really interesting game, in my opinion. Not bad. Not bad at all. Um, wow. I don't get it. I don't get how two seven and seven teams with Broncos Raiders, Dolphins Saints, and not even 30% of the people are taking one team in those matchups. Yeah, the Dolphins have won six games in a row. Uh, the Saints haven't been terribly impressive recently. I know they shut out the Buccaneers, but was not totally inspiring. I don't, yeah. Like, give me the Dolphins. Yeah, I'm taking the Dolphins awesome. just because this number percentage pissed me off, honestly. Yeah. Tua. Fuck you guys. Playing behind. The worst pass-blocking offensive line in the NFL. Two is didn't have respect. Yeah, didn't have Waddle last week. Does Waddle come back? Do they get Jalen Waddle back? I like him either way. I did too, but I just want to see. I'm glad we have one lefty kind of yeah. holding it up oh. in the league. They get Jalen Waddle back, uh, Will, and they also get Philip Lindsay back. <laughs> that clinches it. That clinches it. Uh, Duke Johnson, congrats. Really you had a great game. <clears throat> Look, the, <laughs> I will say this. Uh, the, the Dolphins line is bad. And the Saints defense is very good. And they were a problem for Tom Brady. So I think they're going to be a problem for Tua. This is going to be an ugly game between two teams that could sneak into the playoffs. But whoever wins this game, I think it provides them the momentum to be. Yeah, it's an intriguing game for two seven and seven teams. Yeah. I, I basically said on Grassi Perna show this morning that if the Saints just sort of commit to running the way the Eagles do, that they could win. They could win out and they could win in the playoffs because yeah. they have the personnel to do it. They've had they have injuries on their offensive line or whatever, but uh I don't know. It's like if Kamara, Taysom Hill, and Mark Ingram, you're running 60-70% of the time. Take some shots to Marquez Callaway. You might be yeah. in good shape. And that's the real difference. The Eagles actually have some playmakers in the passing game with Dallas Godert with uh, their rookie wide receiver who made one of the yeah who made one of the sickest catches I've ever seen on Tuesday night (laughs) (laughs) and hell even Greg Ward got a touchdown but there we go we we picked all the quarterback Greg Ward no more bye weeks 16 out of 16 we did it again the Broncos preview is this episode so that won't be up Saturday. It's Christmas. We got stuff to do. It's a crazy yeah, week. You, the viewer, have better things to do as well. Yeah, we don't need you watching that. 
Um, Will? Family, for the love of God. Yeah. Any final thoughts here? Um, I can't wait to set up my desk. It's only going to take eight hours, according to the instruction manual. Um, ready for a new podcasting location soon. Hell yeah. That background going to look nice. All right. Well, good night. Try that always ACL. Good luck. It's Christmas week. And DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA, has a gift that'll certainly put you in the holiday spirit. Booze. No, not, not booze. Uh, new customers can bet just $5 on any NBA team and win $150 in free bets if they're victorious. It's a great way to put some extra jingle in your pocket. All DraftKings Sportsbook customers can also get in the Christmas spirit with the holiday free bet surprise. Everyone will get a free bet up to $50 instantly as DraftKings gives away up to $10 million in prizes. DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable. Best of all, you can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want. So download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Right now. Do it. And use promo code DNVR. Bet just $5 on any NBA team and win $150 in free bets if they are victorious. That's promo code DNVR. This Christmas week at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. You got to be 21 or older, Colorado only, new customers only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700.